0: Welcome to The Right Perspective. Today, we're going to recap and discuss two movies written and directed by John Singleton. Boys in the Hood, released in 1991, which was nominated for two Academy Awards. And it was a winner of several awards, including an NAACP Image Award and an MTV Movie Award. And we're going to review and discuss Baby Boy, released in 2001. And it was nominated for several awards, um, including the NAACP Image Award, many others. In the Black community, both of these movies are considered classics, without a doubt. But today, we will determine whether they are classics from the right perspective. <laughs> we'll do a recap and we'll discuss plot and direction and characters enacting acting and the cinematography, sound music, and then we'll take a vote using a voting symbol picked especially for this discussion. But let's start with intros. Kick us off bro.
1: Hi I'm Aubrey Wright. I'm the oldest.
2: I'm Janaya Wright. I'm the middle. Hi I'm Brittany Wright and give it a bop bop. I'm the youngest. <laughs> oh you're feeling jazzy.
0: That's really great. Oh. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> a word. <laughs> <We're doing. laughs> You're so jazzy. So we're doing, <laughs> and just for those who haven't seen these movies, they have nothing to do with jazz. <laughs> the movies have nothing to do with jazz. Brittany doing that literally has nothing to do with the content we're covering tonight. Just want to make sure we're all jazz. tracking. Life is jazz. I, I, and these I, movies I have- are about
2: life. <laughs>
0: okay. All right. We see what mood you're in. Okay. So, you know, we we generally don't do multiple movies. We have a couple of times we've done multiple movies One of our viewers recommended that we review these two movies together because they're both based in LA, both done by John Singleton. But one features a black man that was raised without a consistent fatherly presence. That's baby boy. And the one features a black man uh, with a very consistent fatherly presence, and that's Boys in the hood. And so one of our viewers recommended we review them both together and kind of see how John Singleton handled these two, different storylines and it's really interesting because the movies are also done 10 years apart from each other. so we also get to see an evolution in John Singleton's um, career. So I think this was an interesting pairing and I'm looking forward to getting into it but y'all we have to start with the voting symbols and um, and I are have we doing a
2: voting t- symbol for one movie like for one altogether or one for each one? how are we doing that?
0: Well, what do y'all think? I, I got to tell you, I personally, coming into this, I have like, I feel like I have different ratings for these two movies. So I kind of want to do them separate, but.
1: It's just that um, you should just, put, you should make it um, a, just make it a weight, one of those weights and it's a ton and it'll just be one of them and it'll be a single ton. <laughs> ah, ah.
0: All right, y'all. Yes. Y'all.
1: I'm sorry. We
0: uh, have on record, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, that, our burning a corn bowl. Brittany, it has taken our entire lives, but we yes. have finally brought Aubrey to the corny side. Yes. He has managed to avoid it. Step into a, the corn side. <laughs> <laughs> Step into just... the corn side. <laughs> <laughs> he is officially. <laughs> that, was, uh-huh. that was the corniest thing that's ever been said on anyone. <laughs>
2: My yes. dad. And it was not by me or Brittany. And that was okay. the right perspective. I wasn't, Everyone have a good evening. I wasn't <laughs> I saw I saw
1: it. I wasn't mature enough to let it go. I saw a it just now. No, each of us would have a one single, single
3: ton. ton. <laughs> so corny. I love
2: it.
1: Do so so you know what I'm talking about? Those
2: yeah, it's like, those, like a it's like a bar.
1: No, 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 no. He's it's talking like
2: about where it's like it's weighted like this and it goes like that.
1: Man, I wish I had. No, it. Not a I think sale. I can show you. I'm, not, I'm gonna text you. Oh, I'm, I'm, gonna, to text you to no, I'm you, gonna text you guys. No, I'm gonna text you guys. Do, do you mean
0: like the eye shaped? It's like a touch. It's more
1: shaped like I forget what's, what, what the name of that shape is, but it's not a square.
0: It's like a trapezoid.
1: Yeah, it's a trapezoid. trapezoid but it's, bar. It's, it's not a oh. bar though. I, I'm gonna text you what I mean. Okay, I'm gonna text is you. It, I'm gonna text
2: you. what? As soon
1: as I. As soon as I texted to you, be like, oh, okay. Cause Cause is that
2: thing that fell on top of Pam on that episode of Martin? Is that what you're talking about? Is it like the
0: normally like a gold bar, but it's attached? No, 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 no. no. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's like it's shaped like a like a little. It's black, like, like a gram. You know how like when you were in, in yeah, school yeah, it, it, it's and like they if, had like one gram, five yeah, gram. Yeah, like
1: a cylinder. Yeah. But, but the top of the circle is a little smaller. like. Yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. That's right.
0: That's right. The
1: cartoony. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Well,
0: bro, what I'll do is when, when I edit the video, I'll put it on the screen. So for those, yeah. uh, our viewers that tune in and watch the video, you'll get to see whatever it is Aubrey's talking about. Listen. I'm, ta- I'm talking about,
1: I'm talking about. It's but a but ten. Just, just make sure you don't put two, because I'm talking about a single ton.
0: <laughs> Bro, I gotta say that is better and, than any of the ideas I had come up with.
2: And I gotta say, I want to, <laughs> I want to make sure that you put everything that we spoke about though. As cartoons, <laughs> every, every last weight that we spoke about needs to come up in the middle of the screen when we say it. It's been like that, wasn't it? Mm-mm. Right, and then
0: Aubrey will keep clearly explaining what he's talking about. Be like, <laughs>
1: keep
0: flashing we'll, on the screen. We'll be like not getting it.
1: So, <laughs> so you're just gonna have it, you're just gonna have what i talking about static on one side, right. I mean, and then we'll I mean, just be saying.
2: Someone like shaking their head, like I don't, I don't see whether they <laughs> do Yeah, this is good. Okay, I don't know whether they don't get it. <laughs> this is <What's> good. <laughs> so this is incentive. I, and I'm about listeners. to get. And I'm
1: about to get deeper on you. Oh. Ooh. I'm about to get deeper. Do it. Because see, when I said a single ton, mm-hmm. we all had different pictures in our head. Mm-hmm. Same way when
0: we watch a movie. Oh my god. I think we're done here, folks.
1: Just give it a bye-bye.
2: <laughs> Life is shit. so much shit. What are you saying? It's so much shit.
0: I mean, and then and bro, <laughs> I, I was going to let it go, but you know what? Listen. I got to say, these characters in both of these movies, they were really grappling with the weight of like systemic mm. inequities. And what's Ugh. heavier than that? What's heavier than that? You know, talking sounds like that might
1: weigh a single, at least a single time.
0: (laughs) Well, let me just say, my nominations (laughs) pale in comparison and corniness. Like for boys in the hood, I was going to recommend box haircuts. Cause it's just it like it like it is as so simple as times. <laughs> and then the other idea I had was like the ding balls that Furious had, like the two metal stress balls. Yeah, bad, because actually. again, that's it's like that's not, that's
1: not bad. That's a good. One.
0: It's like the It's like at the end of the one. day, all of the characters were just grappling with such a high level of stress.
1: But and then but that but the coping. But not know? only that that punctuated the, the climax of the movie yes it
0: did, in,
1: in my opinion because of course you're going to break it down but that was the crossroads yes. he was going to go down one path or the other Ooh. and it was definitely it was definitely punctuated by um the whatever those things are called
0: mm-hmm. but um
1: but yeah that was a good one. That was, yeah. good. that was a good
0: one and then for baby boy i had the low rider bike because no, it, was a, it was that's a, a symbol one. of Jody just what where's where's your belongings Jody you don't know J- you I'm in sorry Jodai,
1: Jodai, Jodai, you're, you're, <laughs> your your ideas are surprisingly.
2: yes and then surprisingly oh, I, I yeah. hope I don't ruin it with my last yep. one. yep don't
0: say no, that it
1: give it no give it give it give it <laughs> um, up, right.
0: if we were going to do them both together and they were each only going to get their like we were going to do one symbol for the combo of movies my recommendation was going to be the block like just the block because it's like the neighborhood like the street you know cuz all of it back. happens it happens Listen. on the block the the deaths the but love what I, the but life
1: what but what was but what was, was, was that but what i was saying was that uh symbol about those balls and the bike those were good ideas
2: those are great
0: <laughs> Those Man, a people great. bench knock in 2021. There are some amazing things happening in
1: this listen. Show. <laughs> Those first two ideas Robert.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I think listen. I think we're all in agreement that we're gonna give each of these movies a single ton. I mean I feel, like, I feel like I or, or, or not. not. And, or not. Are we in I agreement got, on this?
1: Yeah, and I gotta tell you, I or a gun. I have not <laughs> oh. no, no one. Guns. Did, no one did crack in these movies. Okay, Brittany, oh, I don't please. know. Watched. I should have never started off with the Y. You know, people. But, uh, like this. <laughs> but
3: this,
0: you're giving jazz listeners a really bad name. Yeah.
1: Sure. <laughs> but there I'll tell you, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not deciding on one of the movies. So mm-hmm.
2: mm. oh, we have to pick either or we can't just pick both if we want well and they each, we're gonna, we're gonna, each gonna, can get okay. a single time yeah. yeah. i see yeah. what you're saying
0: yeah. yeah okay well let's do the recaps Which, and yes. Rest they're in peace, very John brief.
2: singleton he passed away in 2019
0: ah oh, man a, a brilliant mind so Such much mind. of his and contribution
2: t- passion for the uh, the black community
0: oh completely and we haven't talked about this um but we could like have some podcast episodes where we just talk about the life of uh, mm-hmm. a director or an actor or something. I think that would be really interesting, but that would be one where we, we would really fun. do some research and you know, that could be really interesting. I'd like that. And John Singleton would be a great kickoff for that. Frankly, I mean, there's just in terms of a contribution to the black community, there's so much in terms of representation that is real, you know, yeah. Okay, so let's hop into these uh, recaps, and they are both brief. And so they do not have the level of nuance and story time just because it's two. So they're pretty brief. Um, but hopefully, for those who haven't seen the movies, or haven't seen them in a very long time, you're going to get a solid gist for the basis of our discussion. So, For Boys in the Hood, it is worth naming that there are some very recognizable and notable actors in this. Cuba Gooding Jr., Angela Mm -hmm. Bassett, Lawrence Fishburne, Ice Cube, Morris Chestnut, Mia Long, Regina King, and other familiar faces, okay? Those are the big names, but many familiar faces in Boys in the Hood, okay? So the movie centers around Jason Trey Styles, a young man that goes to live with his father, Jason Furious Styles, full time after getting into a little trouble at school. And while the parents are not together, they are both very clearly, very stable presences in his life. You know, both are kind of upwardly mobile. The mother is in grad school. The father is an entrepreneur in the financial services industry. Normally his father, he'd see his father on the weekends. And so he has a solid base in that community when he goes to to live there when he is 10 years old. The only visible challenge with the neighborhood where his father lives is that it is a lower income community that is plagued with many of the systemic elements common to lower income communities in this country, crime, gangs and over policing. And some of Trey's friends are involved in the criminal and gang activity. Some are not. Trey goes to live with his father when he's 10. But the bulk of the movie actually occurs seven years later when he's 17. By then, Trey is doing well in school. He's got a great after-school job and he is still a virgin. One of his friends, Ricky Baker, is a star athlete with a live-in girlfriend and and a baby. Another friend who's actually Ricky's brother, Doughboy, has just gotten home from a stint in prison, and their other friends fall in different places along that spectrum. In the boys we they're doing normal teenager things they talk about girls and sex and life after high school and going to college, they talk about their parents, you know they hang out and you know they think they're cute they think they're cool. We really get to know them and find affection for all of them and their little girlfriends and their family members when tragedy strikes. Ricky. The young man that was on his way to college on an athletic scholarship and has a little baby girl is gunned down by some other kids that had tried to pick a fight with him at an earlier point. And he is the best friend of Trey. And Trey, a young man that has to this point managed to stay away from criminal activity is drawn in. And he gets with his friend Doughboy and the two of them go to avenge Ricky's death. Fortunately, fortunately, Trey has a change of heart. And he kind of, you know, he steps away just in time to avoid being a part of the retaliation for Ricky's murder. But Doughboy, listen, his brother was murdered for no reason. There wasn't even a criminal activity reason. The brother was killed and he had so many wonderful possibilities just around the corner of a, a young baby. Like I said, it's just, it, it, I mean, listen, I, 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 I was in tears at this point. Okay. So you're watching this young man that you're just, you're so, you're so invested in. He's dead on the concrete and Doughboy, his brother, listen, he, he, he has, you know, venom in his eyes and a gun in his pocket. And he and his friends, Trey doesn't go along, but but Doughboy and his friends they do go and kill the young men that killed Ricky, and so that's three or four more young men, in uh, killed in a fast food parking lot, and Doughboy himself, two weeks later is murdered, and you know it isn't explicitly said in the movie, but you know the cycle continues because we know that Doughboy's friends probably went to avenge his murder murder and the cycle of violence just continues. So Trey and his girlfriend, we find out in the epilogue in the movie that Trey and his girlfriend um, do go on to college, but you don't get to see that. Visually you are left with the heartbreak of seeing so much loss of life, young black men, senseless deaths. And that's how the movie wraps. And that brings us to uh, baby boy. Another movie that has a lot of faces in it that you'll recognize: Tyrese Gibson, Omar Gooding, Taraji P. Henson, Snoop Dogg, Bing Rames, Monique, and um, this, and again, and other familiar faces. You know, don't have time to go through the whole list, but but people you you've recognized. Baby Boy is uh, about a twenty-year-old guy named Joseph Jody Summers, and he has a male a major. what I'm just going to call failure to launch issue. Okay, I mean, when we meet him, he is living with his mother. He hangs out primarily with his unemployed friend named Sweet Pea that was recently incarcerated. Jody is selling weed. He has two babies by two different women, continues to impregnate people. So they have to get abortions. He's sleeping around cavalierly he just, he just doesn't have anything going for him. And, and meanwhile, the people around him while also stunted in different ways are at least striving for more and, and having some stability. I mean, his primary girlfriend, her name is Yvette and she's actually quite devoted to him in spite of his like constant philandering and constant disrespect. Yvette, you know, she has her own place, she has a car, she has a good job at the phone company. She's a very dedicated mother, you know, and then Jody's own mother who by the way is only 36 herself and that gives you a little bit of sense of her story. She owns her home. She has a steady boyfriend. She's finding balance in her life through her hobbies. She's in the gardening and she loves it, okay? And her boyfriend, a formerly incarcerated person, he's launched a gardening business that but it seems like it's thriving. Even sweet pea, who is aimless for a good chunk of the movie, even he joins a church and gets baptized so that he can turn over a new leaf and find some purpose. And so that just leaves Jody there. Sitting there, unproductive, having tantrums, okay? Hurting the people closest to him with his selfish and arguably childish behavior. He upgrades from selling weed to selling stolen clothes, but that's about it. Eventually he does get a bit of a wake-up call when Yvette's ex-boyfriend Rodney gets out of prison and comes back and is violent toward Yvette. Rodney, actually in his jealousy, he attempts to kill Jody in a drive-by, he fails. But of course, Jody and Sweet Pea go and they kill Rodney, okay? And then, you know, Jody decides to move in with Yvette and be an actual, you know, boyfriend to her, Um, you know? And he also, he mends fences with his mother a bit, you know, and they had, their relationship had been strained um, during the course of the movie, just again, by his jealousy and his selfishness. But he does mend fences and they get to a bit of an understanding. And so we don't get any indication or, or, or implication even <laughs> that Jody has gotten a job, you know, or that he's decided to be faithful. Um, but, but he is alive at the end of the movie, which means that anything is possible. And so that is something. Okay, and I try not to infuse too much opinion when I'm giving the recap, but it is like, <laughs> that's all you get at the end. Has Jody really turned things around? You don't get any indication clearly. So that's baby boy. So there's a, there's a lot more that could go into those recaps, but those are the main points, bro. Since that I, I think I hit the main yeah. things. I did want to
2: say Ricky had a son. Not Boys a daughter. Had, it was a uh, son. Yeah, Thank he had you. a son. Mm. Thank
0: you. So those are the recaps Girl, i mean
2: you saying that jody was <laughs> philandering that is my <laughs> <laughs> oh that, that is guy. my favorite thing for you to say he was philandering yes.
0: i mean and it's like oh, that goodness. is
2: hilarious
0: oh goodness so so what did y'all think i mean first of all what about the experience of watching these two different movies same writer same director 10 years span in between <clears throat> What was your experience in watching them? And then I think Aubrey, you probably watched them real time when they came out, at least. I don't know if you did, sis. But what was it like to, to, to even prepare for this, this podcast?
1: Well, um, I actually had not seen Baby Boy yet. This was oh. the thing. Uh, I, that movie, for whatever reason, never... Um, I always knew it was out there, but it just never grabbed my attention enough to want to watch it. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so now boys, so it was interesting to watch them back to back because um, they end kind of like with the same, you know, John Singleton like title type card deal and but I'm going to just tell you, like, watching Boys in the Hood was one of the experiences in my life I'll always remember. Wow. You know, I'll always remember sitting in Showcase Cinema's East with In Pittsburgh. Fr- in Pittsburgh. <laughs> with my friends and watching Ricky die. Mm-hmm. And um, the, um, you know, that scene was so just, I can't even think of a word, but it was so explosive because it was a two-tier thing because when he got shot in the knee, like, you're like, oh, they took his career, you know, like, that's your, well, my thought, and you're thinking that is going to be, you know, what they're going to snatch from him, but just Two seconds later, and uh, it's just interesting because oh the heartbreak. It, it's just interesting because uh, <sighs> thirty years later, I st- I know what's going to happen. There's just one comedian, and uh, Morris Chestnut was in the uh, audience in this big show, and he was he was like, "What's up?" Rick? He was like, "Every time I watch it, I think you will make it." Every time, <laughs> and he was joking, but. It's amazing because you, I, I still feel the tension. Yeah. Up to that moment, even because the pacing of the movie oh. was so good, yes, you felt like you grew up with them. Yes, indeed. Um, and, and you felt you were really invested in everybody, and you realized how much was riding. And the other thing is, is that there are people in my life that. I could correspond to all of these characters. Mm. And so from a, just from a, you know, growing up in Pittsburgh, especially around that time, we're talking about wearing the throes of violence and Pittsburgh was a very dangerous place because there was no direction of what was going on. Like you could just be somewhere. I am I was at the bus stop one time. I got jumped by four dudes. I've I couldn't, if them dudes were sitting in this room with me right now, I wouldn't know who they were. You know what I mean? And that's the type of, you know, city, well, the whole country had that type of climate at the time. So that vibe, yeah. And so just, so just seeing that play out, you can really connect with it because that's how stuff was. It was like, you know, everything is okay. And all of a sudden, something's happening that's changing people's lives Uh. forever and um the other thing was is that as i grew older the movie even started becoming more and more relevant because i started hearing stories from my friends as adults you we grew up in the most supportive environment you could think of in terms of just emotionally telling us we're good and we're great you know Mm -hmm. all of that and i actually have um friends who have uh, siblings of different parents and they were treated mark- marked differently between each of them based on the mother's relationship with Ooh. the father and wow. so all even that was more real than I ever knew and oh. um, and, then, and so and then at the end, just like you talked about it, just the punctuation of, yes, they're off at Morehouse because at the end, you know, it says he's at Morehouse, she's at Spelman, Mm -hmm. but here's the thing, all this is still here. So I just felt like it was so fitting that no, we don't go out on, they made it out, but we don't go out on them in Atlanta. We we don't they they no, don't get to be, this isn't a story yeah, of Atlanta yeah, this, is, this is a story this is a story mm. of what's going on there. That's right, that's and right. Everything is right there. So I say all that to say the emotion of this movie connected with me mm. was so many different levels. Mm-hmm. Um so many different levels. And even um even being a young man in that situation, like not I wasn't like Ricky. But I was on a path of going to college and all that kind of stuff. But I was adjacent to people who were not, you know, just and just I've been in those situations where like because when they approached him, when they approached the, the reason why Ricky got shot is because they were all just hanging out and some guy bumped him. Literally, that's that's what happened. That's what all of this is about. Because something, because they bumped each other, and, and so, he, he bumped, him, he on bumped, purpose, him, bumped on him on purpose. He bumped him the on purpose. He bumped and him on purpose. And so, like, and so he now,
2: unnecessary beef. It and he wanted no the beef reason. that night,
0: and Ricky didn't give in to it.
1: But but Ricky, but, like, but 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 even know. but he, but even think about how Ricky responded oh, though,
3: dear because
1: dear. if Ricky just completely backed down it might not have been an escalation further, but think about the situation he's in. This is his environment. This is- this can't is look like a pump. That's no, what I'm saying. So he's placed with this impossible decision where I believe if he could have really did what he wanted to do, he'd be like, man, I'm supposed to be in college in four months. I am walking away from here, you know? And so I'm just saying, that movie emotionally connected with me. Now, mm. Baby Boy, I am open to hearing
2: <laughs>
1: what, because- you're not, you're not finna good burger this movie. No, 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 I, but, <laughs> well, I mean, but no, but it, it is a situation in the sense that, well, first of all, Boys in the Hood was a movie that just gave this, this situation. Mm. Baby boy, I felt like it was trying to do something mm. more. Like, like it was like try. Like, have either of you seen uh, "Don't Be a Menace? I, I saw it. I, after, after, after,
0: after, I saw it, but after, after, I,
1: didn't, after, I didn't.
0: I didn't understand catch, it because I hadn't seen any of the other movies.
1: After we catch you up on all of the, all of the, uh, you know. The, all of the uh, the movies that you need to watch, we'll watch it again. Don't be a menace. But you know the one part Wait, be don't menace. be a
2: menace is the one with uh, what's his name? It's the one.
0: It,
2: it's the Wayne. Oh, mock, you're it's... oh, you're talking about the mocking one. Don't be a yeah, menace. don't be a menace. In, okay. Don't be a menace. i the hood. <laughs> yeah. But you
1: notice how- <laughs> that's so ridiculous. <laughs> but so <laughs> ridiculous. you remember how the mailman kept popping up like message. <laughs> <laughs> Any time they said something. Yes.
2: That is
1: And there was those moments in Boys in the Hood where like, you know, at the end, when Ice Cube said, either they don't know, don't show, or don't give a fuck about what's going on. I'm sorry, yep. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so that was a message moment, but you could see the conversation happening exactly the way it happened. Mm -hmm. So even though it was a message moment, it, it was still very natural. Mm-hmm. This one just felt like it was packed with the, like. See, see, this is what we're doing. This is this, this is a. Uh, uh, there's no father here. See, see, you know, <laughs> it's like you know he, he he hasn't learned. See, he's still you know he's he's spoiled. Well, I you think know what part mean? of and that
2: could have also been Tyrese's
1: acting. Just and honestly, me. Brittany, and I don't, I don't let, know, let, sis. That was the writing. And, and well, let me say this though. I agree with you both because most of the time outside of Fast and Furious I like Tyrese and Fast and Furious but most of the time I have a little issues with him but I'm actually okay with that I don't care
0: what he ever does for the rest of his life every time I see him I always think
2: listen
0: Sweet lady, would you
2: be mine? <laughs> that okay. was some
0: branding that they did that ain't day. Got the word when when Coca-Cola had Tyrese in the 80s on that bus singing that their song, that little thing. And, 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 and,
1: and that's some <gasps> of the other reason why just like Tyrese. Decades person, later,
0: it's in my head.
1: And Tyrese, as a person, I feel like he got his moment and he smashed it. Yeah. And I just respect that because
0: forever. So,
1: you know, so many people when they get that one.
0: They don't know how to play. They don't
1: know what it, to do. You know, and so I I'm just saying that I, I agree with both of you. The, 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 I think sometimes it's a little and but in addition <laughs> to that, the writing it just meandered. Like I didn't even know what the movie was about. I didn't know they didn't even really introduce a protagonist until um for real, for real, because we didn't even know he was Shoot. coming home. Jody was we, the we didn't protagonist. Even know he was protagonist. He was his, he own, was his own enemy, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and it was just, <laughs> and it was just like him just, I felt like everything that they communicated in the first hour and a half of the movie could have been done in like six minutes. I mean, 100%. because really, really, we're just saying that he is a spoiled, uh, Unpro- unproductive unproductive person. person. Yes, I mean, bummed. and we could have done that in one montage. That's right. You know, so just seeing that that it just made the movie feel long. That it just kept repeating that over and over and, and over, well driving that
2: longer. In,
1: in, into the ground. And so at the end,
0: and then watching that right after Boys in the Hood. That's the thing. It's like the combo. I don't yeah. know. I wonder if I might have had a different impression of Baby Boy if I had watched it by itself but watching it after boys in the hood which had was, was such a, a well written story to then have baby boy it just i just was i was i didn't it was hard it I was mean, so funny it, 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 it,
2: i am like do not feel that way at all
1: sense what did <laughs> so, you well, well, okay, I mean, what was like? i just so want to say this one last funny. thing oh, I'm sorry i just want to say say this one last thing because there are movies about like a day, you know, like Friday, or um, Clerks. Have you ever seen Clerks? <laughs> the, Clerks is a, it's a random movie that I might get you guys to watch. It's a cult movie, not a not a classic necessarily. Cult but, classics
0: count. Cult classics count.
1: Well, then it's it's something that we we could put, okay, on, the list. put it on the list. But 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 what I'm saying is is that Friday was just about a day, but it was entertaining. And it was like, yes, this, this, there's not a real thing happening in this movie other than, you know, he has to fight Debo. But it was just an entertaining movie so you could go along with it. And I'm just saying that the couple of times Baby boy almost brought me in a little more. I was like, is this a comedy? Because if it's a comedy, I could maybe see it a little more. But then they would do some hanging stuff that, no, this is not a comedy. So, but um. anyway, so I just wanted to say that last thing about even though it's a movie that I'm not saying it had to have this intricate plot, but it's just, sure. you know, but anyway, so that, that's how I felt.
0: Well, what did you think, Sis? You had a different experience watching
2: them together? I did. Uh, Boys in the Hood, I had already seen bits and pieces of it, but re-watching it and actually, I think, concentrating um. I did. I, I still appreciated it, but I think I appreciated it a little more, but it's funny, those message parts, right? I thought that it was funny just kind of how randomly Lawrence Fishburne is like taking Ricky and well, Furious is taking Ricky and Trey to, his name was Trey, right? Uh, to this billboard. And I was like, and everyone you, walks I, I, have, and, but I, everybody, I but everybody, But everybody walks up. And it's I was like, and, it felt was, real to me
0: though cuz dad's- that, that
2: happens.
3: No, no I'm, not, I'm, that. Not talk, I'm not
2: talking about him taking <laughs> the them to the billboard. So no, I'm not talking about him taking them to the billboard. I'm talking about everybody walking up. I was you know, like, that's never happened. I'm just mm-hmm. not like not in real life. It's like- this, that, this That's happened to me Talking about times. this billboard. And then, like, strangers are crossing the street, old- <laughs> and I was like,
1: that happens, Joe. So that happens.
2: I, I, I just felt like that was a moment of cornballness. But here's the thing I felt like, wow, Boys in the Hood was, it's, what is the word, it's explicitly saying things, using the words and the terminology, gentrification, systematic racism, all these different things it was using. Um, baby boy was just showing it, like it was a movie about a young man who is having prolonged adolescence, and while people are around him are telling him, "You ain't nothing. You need to get your life together," no one is giving him any tools mm. <laughs> to mm. be better <laughs> and to go do. <laughs> so it's like, so so at any rate. But I will tell you this, I. I walked away burdened from both movies mm. and I felt as if I had watched the wire again. I was like, drained. I was drained. I was like, what? And I think I was also drained because I started thinking about these movies have informed a culture mm. while art is imitating reality. I wonder how much reality is imitating art right now. So that Jody. Yvette relationship, that's love and hip-hop. That's basketball wives, that's these shows that are out here right now, and these people are acting like this. Now they're getting paid for it, but this is this. I was just like, did did this help or hurt? Was this narrative that was told something that people were like, oh, I'll continue this thing? And it has created a whole nother monster uh for us as a people but at any rate i i enjoy both immensely they are stories that i will say for me what resonated more so for me was in baby boy because um i just think about black love Mm. and so much what has just come to destroy us uh, in our community as a result of things that we do, but also as a result of purposeful, um, internalized racism, internalized hate, just all these different things playing into narratives that Mm. are for our people. Like I just looked at that and I was, there was, there was this one particular scene where the mom, uh, was stopping, um, the boyfriend and, Tyrese's character from fighting. And and she's in the middle right now of these two men who are both walking around with hurt, chips on their shoulders, um, still some growing that needs to be done, fighting demons. This is all happening right now in this moment. And she's having to make a choice between the man who has been treating her very well, but also made the mistake of growing weed in her yard and hits her son and throws him into a table. Uh, and her son who is extremely childish and will not grow up on purpose, actually. It's not even like, he, he's trying hard to be a bum. Like theres a, <laughs> you can get a job anywhere right now at this point, sir. you. So he is just these things that he's doing, he's being enabled to do them. So just watching her in that scene, I literally, I felt a little sick. I was like, "Oh, this is too much. Mm-hmm. This is this is a lot." So, anyway, I enjoyed both movies, but um, yeah, I I, I but I felt deep deepness for <laughs> that's a word, right? I just felt something from the both of them, but just in well, different ways for different things.
0: I I, I will say this. So, I, you know, I've already shared that baby boy for me. I. <laughs> I, I was let down by the movie. I think I felt like the characters in, in boys in the hood were, um, I don't know. It's so interesting because I felt like they were somehow they had better backstory implied, or I don't know, we, the characters just seemed to me like they were more well-rounded and that's interesting because the, uh, because Baby Boy is 10 years later in Singleton's career. But for some reason, I felt like there were just a handful of, of nuances to each character that we were, that were just being driven home. So that I just struggle. I just felt like the character development was not as good. I don't know. And then I, and um, I, I, I
1: think, I think that that is undeniable. Yeah. Because, because, <laughs> because the, um, first of all, we actually got to see the the characters in Boys in the Hood as kids. So just on that fact alone, we got to see where it all started and we got to see that moment where, um, and I'm just saying like that there was a lot of that that I know I was able to relate with. Like when I was, and I don't know how, I was growing at a certain point um in my childhood, mom was giving me a shower. Okay. And it was past the point that dad felt like she should be giving me a shower. Right. And so he came in. It was like, that that's a man. You'll get, you know, like, she's like, I wanna make him make him smell good or, or whatever. And he's like. You know, he needs to learn how to, you know, he needs to learn how to, how to take a shower. He's a man. And from that from that moment, it was, it, the reason why I remember is because it was a very specific moment where it was, I, I've always had, obviously, close relationship with both my parents, but that was the time where it was like, dad was like, all right, now I'm going That's to. That's enough. Yeah, I'm going to, you know, do. I'm,
0: a- I'm going to. I'm taking leadership in this category of of this, of my son's development.
1: Right. And (laughs) and I'm just saying that. So, so those types of moments, like Mm -hmm. you've, I, you've experienced them. So it's not just them showing the characters. It's like they're creating these situations that will emotionally connect with you because even, even, I mean, you all remember me hanging out with my friends all the time and stuff like that. And like in, in the church, we would, have friends from different backgrounds than, than we so you know i would go hang out with them and there's just times where you're just walking around and then all of a sudden this is a sketchy situation or like somebody i've never had nobody say you want to see a dead body but that type of stuff all the time like yo let's go do something that you're like you know we know really you guys shouldn't, yeah we should so, <laughs> you know so, what and this is this
0: is this is this is where two roads diverged in a yellow wood because I didn't have that. I, so that was the thing. I was like, <laughs> bro, when you were talking earlier about like randomly getting jumped, I was like, oh, because it's like I somehow I feel like I was insulated from a lot of it. About that, I, as you were saying it, it, it came back to me. Oh, okay. I remember now. But Man, I, don't know, I don't know who. Don't but know. even even in my like <laughs> even in my memory, it's it was such a. a a uh, random experience. I didn't, like, I don't feel like- Oh no, no, no. That's not. Had... that's not
1: in your memory. That's what it was.
0: <laughs> I, I felt like, so Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh is a city that is so deeply segregated or it was then, I haven't lived there in a long time, but it was so deeply segregated. Um...
2: As someone who still lives, moved <laughs> back and has been here for like, back for like five they, years. They still ain't keep that going.
0: They still, they still Ain't none change. And so there were let me, let a let handful. Say, I, used,
1: I used to think it was, but I ain't got nothing on Georgia.
2: <laughs> there were a handful Listen, no, but it's clear
1: there. It's clear there.
2: Listen, it's, it's clear in the South. I respect the South. Their racism is clear i'm walking they're around saying, with this confederate flag you. it's clear yeah and
0: people <laughs> are like i love you but in in the background they hate you yeah <laughs> but, uh, but <laughs> that's the best way like to describe in terms it. of all their behaviors and actions and policies and procedures they hate you but they love you But on so they're, in messaging they love, you. They love but, you but so there were a handful of neighborhoods that you would that we would probably call Uh racially diverse, not necessarily economically diverse, but racially diverse. And we grew up in one of those neighborhoods. And so listen, but trust, that neighborhood was a walk over the bridge to one little little, teeny little little footbridge away from the uh black neighborhood that had no public resources, no barely any grocery stores. Plagued with crime and violence and was very much a very different experience than we were having across on the other side of the footbridge.
2: They had their furiouses in there, but you didn't hear about furious much.
0: Right. So, anyway, I just mentioned that to say I <laughs> felt I felt like when I reflect Bill on Boy. my childhood, I had an awareness that all of that was happening, but I also felt a little removed from it.
1: I think our parents as strict as they were, they still gave us a lot of freedom and latitude to kind of become who we are. And um, I think that, you know, they never really chose our friends or anything like that. And so, and so I think your interests just, that's just where they went. You know what I mean? Like you're, you were just in you were into school stuff all the time. You were, you were always, you were always running for something or, and like me, I've joined one club the entire 12 years. <laughs> no, I joined two. I was in Nesby Juniors and I was in Ski Club. That's it. And both of those were largely social situations. And um, also, I had a job, in, in the neighborhood that we're talking about. So, I worked with a lot of people who weren't in the same, you know, neighborhood as me necessarily. But then we grew, we became friends, mm-hmm. and so then you just start hanging out with people. And the funny thing is, is that I've been in that furious situation several times, several times. And. That's what's interesting about it. Like when these movies can connect connect to people, but you can see how somebody else would miss it if they've never been in that situation. I get it because if you because yeah, if, if you've never seen that happen, but I'm telling you right now, let especially in the '90s, you got to remember this is when we was walking around with black medallions on. Okay. at the same time, all. Bro. All the craziness was going on. We still had cross colors. We still had and you we know, weren't. We had, we, I, okay, it wasn't
0: eyes and cell phones and
1: I, know, had another, I had I had a dashiki, <laughs> and so you would see that. it was a common occurrence to see some dude on the corner, you know,
2: talking about getting something. Deep into two and then people you the to truth. start. Bef- before you move from that point, that was this is what has been swirling around in my mind now for one to Janaya's point we were also church kids and so i think some of that was it was rated r and i know a lot of that stuff came out when i was little so i knew i couldn't see it um but i was working at the library and i
0: wouldn't see it because it would have
2: been against the rules so i wouldn't have gone exactly you're right sis. that's what it was so some a part of that (laughs) that sounds right that sounds right that's (laughs) tracks <laughs> now, I did catch up on some stuff when I was working at the library, and I used to get it out. But that's not the point. The point is, y-
1: y'all watch Modern Family.
0: Modern mm. Family,
2: Janaya. Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. I've seen every episode. Jani-
1: I was just going to say Janaya reminds me. I you
0: don't was- have to say ahead, it. But <laughs> okay. She's point, a cool though- chick with a bright future. <laughs>
2: <laughs> My other point is that. <laughs> you all were talking earlier about just the difference between he should have elevated by 10 years later. Excuse me. I was thinking to myself, the time frame was different. So we have had discussions about hip hop, right? And just how hip hop in the 80s, early 90s, it was completely different. All of a sudden something happened late 90s, early 2000s To where we are right now and so (laughs) I think about his movies going along with the tone of the culture Mm. whereas in the late 80s early 90s you could have had a moment where you have a furious walking up to a billboard he's saying these different things could it have resonated with early 2000s crowd I don't know I don't know I think about just that time frame people weren't walking around pro-black you know, this, this is not not saying that there weren't those people, but that wasn't in the forefront as much as it was during that time. What was in the forefront was what you saw in Baby Boy. The You, you saw the outfits, you saw the the hairstyles, you saw, you know, how how people were. It was, it looks very early 2000s. Uh, and, and that's when the movie was made. So it made me think about how, if you're playing to that type, of audience you didn't really need character development you didn't need Mm. so much backstory because that's just not what was really happening at that moment in those Mm. type of movies it was just a different vibe Mm. of what was going in so I feel like if if I look at it like that I'm like well you did a good job playing to what the culture was looking at during that time Mm-hmm. You know, to, to 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 yeah, to what the culture was having to happen in those moments. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I I don't I'm not gonna say it's a bad movie. The way I felt was like I just didn't get it. And I was, and the thing about it is is that at that time, um I was in the, the prime of like I would have been the target market, especially for that movie at that time how old were you in 2001 in 2001 i was 22 wait yeah 22 yeah so so um so i'm just saying even the fact that it was always something just about the name that just never grabbed me yeah But, but 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 i'm saying that the the biggest feeling that i got was that Boys in the Hood to me is a masterpiece. Like that should be discussed with whatever other masterpieces are discussed. Like I feel like I'm <laughs> well, serious. We're whatever about it, ma- it won, it won, won many awards. Yeah, like like what, it, I mean, it, I mean, I'm just watching it. Yeah. And even and even after I, I could pretty much say the movie by heart. And even after all this time, the only, I mean, there's no real. Weak parts of the movie to me, you know, some things were a little aged, a little like when Cuba Gooding uh, had his little temper tantrum. It, the that one didn't hit me like it did, but you know, but in Don't Be a Menace, they just destroyed him on that scene because they redid that scene <laughs> and they just. Then, so rude. I can't yes, wait to like, understand that movie She was like what are you doing He was like trying to win an award <laughs> Listen, I when I I, just... I,
0: I I did go see Don't Be a Menace And I went with friends in the movie theater Girl you was the confused The whole theater was cracking
3: up I mean, The that... whole
0: time And I was there like <laughs> I, mean, they, 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 I didn't that, get that... a lick of it I had not seen any of the movies
1: That one part that one part they they because they also overlapped it with him dealing with a woman with a lot of kids.
3: <laughs> and
1: the thing is the kids were from <laughs> It's so messed up. It was so messed up.
2: And I just love saying, Keaton. And I, and I Keaton Ivory
1: Wayne did not care. So sometimes, not care. sometimes, sometimes, like you all know Biggie, right? Biggie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I was watching this documentary on Kwame, who was another rapper who was big back then, and Biggie just said, and Kwame used to wear polka dots, that was his that was his book. and Biggie said, your style is played um, hold on uh oh, let, let me not let me not misquote um, if you misquote liar, it, no, I'm not, I'm not, not going but he, he dished Kwame um uh, your style was played out like Kwame and I don't want to cuss on the thing but basically he dished Kwame's pol- polka polka dots and the documentary was about how that one line changed the whole trajectory of Kwame's career right because this is like sometimes somebody hits you with such a good zing it's hard to kind of not see that and i am just say,
3: yeah, in that
1: one scene wow, they, they mocked it so good that maybe that's why I can't but even, but even with that, it's just such a masterpiece. And I think that sometimes when you do something so good, it's hard to follow that up. And yeah. I know he's done many movies, but if we're talking about these, comparing these two things, especially when we're saying like one with a, a father, one without the father, we're seeing how it all played out. And I'm just saying it felt like like I said, like you was trying, like you was trying to make this, this thing, because the subject matter would have still draw, drawn, drawing me in because there are people that even if we don't hang with them, we all know people like, um, oh those
0: characters boy. are friends and family. Well, we know all of those people.
1: Yeah. It, I, even in baby boy, like we Absolutely. know, he, we yeah, know yeah, we, all
0: we, of those people. We are related to those yeah, people. We love but,
1: those people, but he just it just didn't, I don't know.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I, and honestly, I, and the other thing about it is I wanted to like it. So, so like, I yeah. I, like, I was, I was coming in like, you know, that's why I was giving it even more chances than that normally. You know
2: what? Well, let I me- think that my perspective was watching how black women have to deal with black men.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And
2: I think that that is what resonated with me a lot and just what's happened in our community in terms of that. So I think that I was more so as I was watching the messaging or even just watching what incarceration does to someone into their life. Like Ving Rain's character, he didn't wanna be that person, but you could see him trying to actively fight to be someone different.
3: Mm-hmm. But then
2: that old person can sneak back up on you without even knowing because you're so used to that person. Yes. Um, I, so I don't so I see I see what you're saying. I would not like I wouldn't have watched these two movies together at all. Um, but I understand but I think I just I, in my mind first I'm just putting them in different categories and i'm and i'm seeing them as both special in different categories not together like like two facets of john singleton just different ways of 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 seeing him like mm-hmm. i'm i'm not putting them together when i do it
0: <clears throat> well let me let me tell you i as you know of course i have some notes here um i had a couple of things from each of these movies, like to me that I thought we should touch on, and we're hitting most of them. Um, like when we've been talking about the message moments, um, there I actually took some notes on that gentrification message that Furious gave on the on the mount on his Sermon on the Mount, and I wanted to just read it out. Um, or this is roughly it; it's pretty close. He said. Um, he was referring to in this neighborhood, there was one of those signs, cash for your home. And we see those signs all the time. I see them in that, my neighborhood right now in Brooklyn. And they're like, we buy houses cheap. You know, those kinds of signs.
2: And they play it on the radio. It's every oh, other commercial oh. break.
0: And, and, and Furious, again, his Sermon on the Mount, he's like, you know why they're doing this. He's like, it, it's gentrification. They bring the property value down buy the land at a lower price, move all the people out, raise the property value, and then we can't afford to live there. Then we, we, we can't get back in, you know? And I wanted to just, I wanted to name like, there was something in that to me. And Brittany, it's so funny that you highlighted it as like a, a moment that was like, felt a little contrived for you. Because for me, I was like, how did he manage to explain the complexity of gentrification in like three to five sentences. I was like that to me, it was so well done. And I just, and I appreciated the way that it was inserted in the story. Um, And then he went on to say, um, you know, we, and he was talking about drugs. He said, we're not the people flying and floating the drugs here. We don't own any planes or boats. He said, and drugs weren't even a problem until they showed up on Wall Street. They give us gun stores and liquor stores in our neighborhoods because they want to kill us and they want us to kill ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, anyway, he just he broke down so much of
1: like the core system in like can, five if, sentences. But if we could think about like... See, this is exactly why I,
2: why I just don't think see, it's see, fair. See, I don't think see, it's fair reason... that we're comparing baby boy and and well, no I, because it's making baby boy look so bad. No I'm just like it's not think,
1: bad. It's I, just... I, I'm not saying that I don't think e- either me and not are saying that baby Boy is bad. I'm saying that it did make sense to me when you're talking about if you're comparing the experience of a per of a young boy who didn't have his father versus one who did. And I feel like that is a very marked comparison that you can make. But what I'm saying is, think about the writing in that moment. Because back then, there's no social media. Right. There's no way. One of the things that is keeping everything the way it is is that people are disjointed. it. Where are they? These dudes aren't going anywhere that you could go get them talk to them all at once why because they're out in the corner so how, how do you ever even the only way you're going to get to those dudes is if you just go out there and start talking and then the other thing you have to know if you're somebody who is um as intelligent as furious is that this can't be a long message this can't be like i can't get into i have a short amount of time yep to, to drive home some points. And that hopefully will hopefully, you'll,
0: and hopefully you'll take a will, little will, will
1: bit. Duplicate. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, so even the style of how he did it so was good. great writing. Because that's oh. that's how he would have had to do it. Mm-hmm. He would have had to come out. Because where else he going to talk to them?
3: Mm-hmm. You know, so
1: I'm just saying that these situations... Like, I, I'm just saying. I... Don't, I'm not a movie writer, I, but I know the message that he was trying to. Well, the message I feel like he was trying to portray in Baby Boy is that you know when when you don't grow up with a male influence and you're male, there are some possible, you know, or, or likely challenges you're going to have. You know what I'm saying? In, in, mo- in a lot of situations. And you're not going to truly be able to understand the full value of interacting with other people. I think, because, um, like growing up, uh, you know, dad, it was a daily conversation of how I need to honor you both and mom. You know what I mean? Like I said, it's a, it's a, I'm telling you, I've been mad at a woman to the point where I've, I've never thought I would be mad before, but I've never called a woman out her name because it's just not in my programming. You know what I mean? To even, it, it just wouldn't come out like that. Like, yeah, it, it just, you know, it just, it just went. So I'm just saying, I can see how. Somebody would say the two, the two movies are could be looked at as they're an
0: interesting. But, and I understand set, the but. the
1: message of both that they're trying to get across, but I just feel like it didn't connect with me, and and I feel like he could have, it could and, have.
0: And bro, I have to just share a reaction, and I and listen, and again, we we've, we've been transparent about our childhood, but I take issue sometimes. It just rubs me a little bit of the wrong way when people say like. Um, whenever there's like a statement that 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 uh people are like a, a person is so disadvantaged by not having a father in the home. I didn't and, say so. Well, I I know. So I'm just sharing a general statement. Okay, okay, okay. Not okay. necessarily completely in reaction to what you said, It okay, okay, made you, I me I think about this. And it's just that um, you know, I think what we're what what I hope people Would think and say, my personal opinion is that you need balance in every aspect of life. And so when it comes to the rearing of a child, the male perspective and the female perspective are important. And I think, like, um, I think people, I think you have a responsibility as a parent to make sure that your child has a balanced set of perspectives as they're growing up. Does that person have to be in the home with the child? do all those perspectives need to be in the home? I think that's ideal if that can work out like that, but life ain't always like that. And in some cases, um, you know, just having the father there is not enough. I mean, what we saw in Furious was an engaged father and a father that happened to have very clear, clear ideals that were about Empowerment of people and and, you know strengthening black men, and so that's not every father. And uh, anyway, so this was a father that had a high ability to add value.
1: Can we go deep on it? Please do. Can we go deep on it? Okay. Well,
2: I Janai and I literally love to do that for every movie.
1: But um, I'll say that. (laughs) Okay, I grew up with an example of this balance that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And because of the balance, I know it's dramatically impacted how I interact with women. I know it's dramatically impacted, obviously, every aspect of my life. But I know that had I not had my father there, I would have accomplished less, probably no matter what mom would have did. And the reason why is this, I remember the last spanking I got from mom. And I don't know if I ever told y'all about it, but this is what we lived on, on me, I'm in middle school. And you know, by now I'm already, you know, I'm taller and bigger than mom at you know age 12 or something and I did something to warrant her wanting to give me a spanking and so she pulled me all the way down to the garage and she proceeded to attempt to give me a spanking and I was just like this just doesn't hurt and and I know we could talk about corporate punishment and all that. I kind know. Of stuff, I was about but, to but, say but, but,
0: spanking, that's a whole other thing. That, I'm saying that's, that's like a,
1: we can we just say that's a conversation we could have
0: yes, separate. I'm gonna but purpose, but, but purposefully pick a movie where but, a parent spanks a child so that we can have this conversation because the world needs to know that it's dumb from okay, my perspective. Well, spanking, but stop the, but doing the, it, people.
1: I'm just trying to explain from uh from me being a boy. there she couldn't have guided me it it, it just by herself and not only that moms and sons have have a relationship just like dads and dads and and, and, uh daughters and so y'all know how mom will do anything that i ask so can you imagine if i'm growing up in that environment you know what I'm saying? Where Absolutely. I, you. you know, so I'm just saying that, yes, there's exceptions to every rule. I, and, and yes, there are bad fathers and all this kind of stuff. But I'm just saying that. We,
0: but I think we have an, a responsibility to always hold that nuance. You know, I think it, it's impossible to not speak in general terms. But I just think there are some things we're making statements about Black men and about the Black community that I just want us to hold nuance, you know, because I just think that um, the things that have been articulated as ideal are also the things that all the systems make it hard for us to have. And so I just, I just I just want to always name that we just need to hold some nuance. That's all, that's all bro. I mean, I, I, but I get you. I mean, we have to speak in general terms. It's Mm. just, it's just hard for me to hear sometimes. I mean,
1: you know, it's, a, um, and I, I get what you're saying because it's, it's, it's a horrible situation. I mean, to even, I mean, you, we can't even really talk to the enormity of it. Yeah. Um and so I guess when I'm talking about it and I, and I'm careful with my language because I said, you know, when we were talking about it, I was like these are things that in certain circumstances make it more difficult because there are uh, um um pe- people and men and wo- women who've come out of single parent for homes with no problems, you know, mm-hmm, both ways, but both ways. So like, I would never not say that, I but I think more what I'm talking about is from a, a fact of what I've seen yep. in my, in my experience and in, in, in my experience with my friends and like seeing that if I had to choose, because I know, I also know this, if I didn't have mom, my interactions with women wouldn't be as good. So in my opinion, they wouldn't be, in, <laughs> my, in my opinion, my interactions with women wouldn't be, because that relationship developed how I interact with women, right? Yeah. But, but if I had to choose, I would have chosen to be in the circumstance where I would have accomplished more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: You know what I mean? Because- well,
1: because i have I have friends on that side, too, you know on, on on all of it, so when I'm speaking to it, I'm just speaking from what I've observed, but the conversation of why we're there, which what you're saying is there should never be a point where those are not coupled
0: right so i well, get I get
1: what you're saying,
0: yeah. Oh gosh, I feel like we could do a whole podcast. Oh yeah, on this I mean, of, topic. Course. of course. Well, I have another one of those moments that was like a Sermon on the Mount moment, and it was actually in Baby Boy, and it is when Sweet Pea and Jody are, you know, being sweet, <laughs> being Meandering. sweet. Me and Jody, okay, and then. Melvin, who is Jody's mom's boyfriend, he is a formerly incarcerated person that now has a thriving business. He, he is like working hard not to get his third strike. I think he said something about two strikes or something at some point, was it? I think it was him that said that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he gave a speech about guns and butter. And I wanna kind of uh, poorly recite some of what he said <laughs> and then <laughs> offer that into discussion. He said, there are two types of guys in the world. And, he, and his framing for this was, you young guys don't see that you're, you're focused incorrectly. He was basically saying, your youthful perspective has your energies misdirected. He didn't use these words, I'm paraphrasing. But then what he did say was, there are two types of guys in the world. He was like, you got your guns and you got your butter. He was like, the guy with, the guys with guns, they are thinking about estate. no, the gun, he said there are, he said there are guns. Assets. They're, assets. They're yeah. Okay. Yeah. assets. two assets.
1: They're, they're, two they're, types they're, of they're, assets. They're, they're, yeah, guns and butter. they're looking for assets that add value.
0: If the, if the people, the, the guys who are looking for guns are looking for, Real estate, stocks and bonds, art, things that appreciate in value. And the guys that are focused on butter are are looking for things that don't mean anything after you buy them, like cars, clothes, jewelry. And it was just so interesting, number one, that he used guns to qualify the thing that appreciates in value. Um, But I appreciated butter because what does it do? It just melts away. And frankly, it gives you, um, you know, it contributes to obesity. But anyway, um, (laughs) I just thought that was so profound though, about how he was basically saying it's a youthful perspective to want things that are shiny, like cars and clothes and jewelry. And um, that the right thing to be focused on is building finding things that appreciate and value. And he was like, real estate, stocks and bonds, art. And you're just thinking, man, drop that knowledge on them, Melvin.
2: Drop that knowledge. See, that's what I I think. This is why I understand. Of course, I understand why, why comparing the movie. But this is why I also think it's a disservice to compare the movies is because the audience of the movies are different. They're the same, but they're different and how he was talking to them, someone may not receive it as how it was maybe said in Boys in the Hood, but how he said it in
1: Baby Boy, it could have been received. Oh, no, so, I, I, well, well the, the the thing was is that that was a great I received, moment.
2: I received that, both
1: of those messages. Me too, and that was a great moment. Well, no, moment. I'm
2: not saying that you didn't. What I'm just saying is that sometimes there's an audience for certain perspectives. That's all, that's all I'm saying in that, in that avenue under that, what he was saying. But I appreciate Melvin's character just because it was showing someone who wasn't perfect, but it was showing someone who, I've been there, done that. Mm-hmm. I've been there, done that, and yeah, that life and I'm doesn't trying lead into anything tell you. Right. But, except but, 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 for being in jail. Like, don't, stop.
1: Like, just stop, like, stop. go do something. Well, I'm gonna tell you that that was a moment that I felt like was a missed opportunity because that was such a good scene, it
2: was... and
1: it would have been. Vin so, is
2: an amazing actor. It would have been oh, so interesting
1: that, right? to see whoever, uh, whatever the baby boy's name is, Tyrese uh, Ty- Jody. Jody. Listen, it y'all know going to be Jody, been, it would...
0: Jody, and Sweet Pea.
1: It would have been, I feel like that would have been a good payoff to see through Jody's experience, see him come to the realization of this lesson that he was just trying to give him. And I don't feel like we ever got that. It was, it was we never- We did not? That was my that, experience. And that's just what i saying.
2: There was the, but, that's, but the, that's the part of, I think that the movie is not being given enough credit where we're not thinking about the nuance of jody and the fact that he was raised by a young single mom his older brother is dead
1: no and no wait, is... wait, listen
2: what i'm well, saying is i'm just saying i'm that my point is that i don't think that we're given enough we're, we've talked about the nuance of boys in the hood but we have not talked about the nuance well, do, it, well, do, do it, sis. We'll do it.
1: That's what I'm asking. I'm saying I don't see what 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 I was saying is. Well, I'm in, not about do, but you know. In, in that, in that, <laughs> what I would like to do it, sis. No, go ahead, bro. Finish what you were saying. I'm just saying I would like to see. what I, the what I was talking about was that was a lesson, and I would have liked to see that. Manifest.
0: That's what I wish too. I wish Jody. And, 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 and,
1: and so you're saying that that happened. I'm just, that's what.
2: But yeah. see, I feel like it started manifesting in his life, but in a way that just may not have been as clear for some people. So he knew he needed to start doing something. When he stood up on the thing and he was making that speech, there are transactions happening everywhere around us. He was beginning to have some sort of clarity that I need to be a business person in the wrong way because he was still in clothes. But his mind was like, I need to start doing this thing. I now part of me wished, okay, he would have gone and started working with Melvin in his company and, and started doing landscaping and all those different things. But it's like that wasn't his journey. His journey was still being enabled, right? His journey was still by these many women in his community. (laughs) So, but I'm thinking about the nuance of, again, going back to that, of how he was raised, right? So he's raised by a young single mom. His father was a thug. She said that. His brother has already been killed once he moved out the house. His mother has been in abusive relationships. He was afraid that Melvin was an abusive person. So I'm halfway listening to you because you just got out of jail. You're, you're an old thug mom. Why are you always with these thugs? And then his fear of dying and being kicked out the house and all these different things going on in the back of, in the, back of his mind. And also him making that statement to his mom. You're telling me to grow up and get out. You never grew up, you never move out of your mom's house. This is your mom's house. You've been in your mom's house your whole life. And so I'm, I'm thinking of his perspective is like, why would I go? I'm just doing the same thing that you did, but I also want to keep you away from these guys. But see, she had to have a grown man conversation with him to say, listen, what you're doing is what your father did to me. But so though I think that we're not getting into Jody having to have these pieces, these bits and pieces of moments to, to see what, what was mm-hmm. what was going on with his life and why he was acting. I'm not saying that he should stay like that, but I'm just saying the reasons why he was acting the way that he was acting.
1: Well, what I'm saying is, is that what makes good writing in a movie is character arcs. I'm not talking about what, you know, his, his motivations and all that. I'm saying in the beginning of Boys in the Hood, um, Furious said to Trey, he was talking about the them across the street. He was like, you're gonna see how they are gonna end up. That was the seed. We went through the whole journey and at the end, they were both dead. So that was the payoff. So I'm just talking about writing. If we're talking about, okay, um, Jody was the reason why, when he started um, noticing the people hustling, that once he started making money from selling the clothes, he was buying the Dayton's. He was buying the, you know, the, the, butter, the, stuff, that, the, the stuff that didn't matter. That's the, that's the beginning of the art. Then he, we had this lesson, which was, don't focus on that. Focus on what's real. And for me, just in terms of writing, the next thing you wanna see is that lesson manifest in his life so that it's punctuated like, and at some point, you don't even gotta say it verbally, but you can see the connect in his head like.
0: And frankly, I would've taken, if with Baby Boy, I would've taken at the end of the movie Uh, two seconds in a montage just to see some progress because what so what? It's just bro bro, you said a lot when you talked about character art because i think that's that's what that's what was missing for me it was it was i thought they the in baby boy they did do i thought john singleton did a very good job of helping us to to start to make a guess as to why jody was why certain cycles were playing out in his life his oh, mom yeah. was clearly 16 when she had him yeah. he already has two kids by the time he's 20 um his mother had in front of him as britney said cycles of bad relationships he's a man that is you know perpetrating bad relate like he's he's really really a bad partner to the women in his life in every single way and it's the men that he's seen and his mom's like, so i think we did a they did a good job of showing us why he was the way he was, to bring yeah. this point. But what they didn't do was like yeah. have him evolve. I mean, even at the end, after he had his wake up call of, you know, participating in a murder, he um he still, the only thing that changed, I mean, it was so unfortunate. Throughout the whole movie, he was driving his girlfriend's car and acting like it was his. At the end of the movie, he's still driving her car. You know, at- And it still
1: got the datings on it.
0: It still has the Daytons on it. And then um then we, we don't even get to see if he has actual employment or an entrepreneurial inclination at the end. We don't and get she's to, pregnant
1: again, which is not necessarily again. it's not necessarily a good thing. At all. Because I, when we first met
0: her, she was coming out of an abortion clinic and, and apparently She had been pregnant many times by him. And we watched him over the course of this whole movie treat her so poorly. Jody treated Yvette in the worst possible ways. When I say he said horrible things to her, he disrespected her. He took her love for granted. He used her money, her resources, um, you know, and he did all of this in front of his son. And at the end, they're together. That also, I also struggle with that because, in addition to Jody not learning a lesson, Yvette doesn't learn a lesson. If anything, baby boy drives home that broken, sick message of the ride or die chick that just stays with a guy no matter what. No matter what, let him hit you, forgive him. Let him cheat on you to the point of having an actual baby with another person, forgive him. Let him use your money, forgive him because he loves you and just stay because eventually if you just stay for years and years and years and years and years and years and years, and years eventually you will get something out of it and you'll, and, and, and love will pay off. And, and you're, so,
2: right, and you're right, sis. because even though- I, reg- I was so frustrated yeah. that he still
0: had that, even, even him losing that relationship would have been, a, a, it would have been a little bit more of an arc. Because it would have been him at least having a consequence.
1: Well, and that was, that was the other thing that that was progress. When, 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 when when, uh, the characters start and end at the same places.
2: That's what it was. It's
1: like, what did we just, because it wouldn't have took much. What if he was just driving a sensible car? A little house,
0: that's all I mean. And they were walking into a house, you know, they were walking
1: into or something. A name
0: tag. If he was been walking into a a business licensing office for like an entrepreneurial idea, anything.
2: But it's so crazy because I was like, she was pregnant and had on a wedding ring. Like but they're in the same apartment. But see, but that's the that's what I'm thinking of, though. Like he's 20. He's 20 but 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 sis and also she is 20 (laughs) that's what i'm saying like these are these are babies that you're talking about right now like these are kids 21 22 and i am not you already now let's be clear you already know how i feel about that type of foolishness being in a toxic relationship don't nobody have time for that i'm not saying i am not promoting that at all honey if you are in a toxic relationship you need to go so there's too many people out here on this planet, okay? Trillions of them, let's be clear. So do not stay in one. But what I am saying for this story, for their life, for what she knew, because we don't know Yvette's story. We don't, you know, we don't know all the things about That's her. That's another problem um, with the movie.
1: With the movie, yeah. That, but, but that we didn't, it, it
0: wasn't even like, all a we backstory. know of yeah. Yvette, all we know of Yvette is that she was lovesick for an abusive Man, a man that mentally it's, and emotionally and then, and then physically abused
2: It's her. so crazy to me because we didn't even, it's like talking about like heaven and hell right now between Boys in the Hood and Baby Boy. Like that's why I, we should have never done these movies together because I just don't think, even though Baby Boy has like this not super awesome situation, it is still not being given enough credit for what it was.
0: I I just, I can't disagree with you more because like what I was just sharing was about baby boy. I didn't say, I didn't compare it to boys in the hood. We're not comparing. I am am giving that, my last comment was a critique about the character arc for baby, for Jody in that movie. That's what I'm saying. It's not in comparison to nothing in particular. It was what I wished for him, which was to see progress or a consequence. Something he didn't have either, and, and then for Yvette, if anything, I mean, boy, when, it, when it, it it is no progress. If anything, she went backwards because she further entrenched herself into this relationship with this man that made no progress. And that even was visible if, even, to even us.
1: If, even if they would have showed, for for even if they would have showed some type of revelation that he had, and then he had to somehow prove himself to her so that you're learning the lesson and building value in her at the same time Mm -hmm. and even if they didn't show physical consequences they could have showed emotional consequences because like he i mean he participated in killing somebody and like there was just
0: and he's in a park romping the next and and it's just like nothing them. ever it's happened.
1: Like, you know, it's I'm, just, it's just like, well, you know, I, I felt bad for a few minutes and, and now we've moved on. You know what I mean? It's like, what, like, so what, cause even in, like when, when you're talking about movies that hit hard, it's like when they show you that, look, you don't escape certain consequences, no matter what. You know what I mean? It's the
0: truth of life. It's, it's, like,
1: it, it's, it, it's like, and through these consequences, you learn lessons. And then you end up in a different place than when you started, because I'm going to tell you this. Yes, they showed her pregnant with the ring. Right. But I could give a very easy story. He knocked her up again to keep her and he never really proposed, but he gave her a ring. To, get, to keep other guys away, and, which and is stuff that people do. And, and throughout, throughout, also the, movie, throughout also the movie we have seen moments of sweetness. Becker.
0: But huh? throughout the movie we saw moments of sweetness between Jody and- Well listen, and, I be,
2: and again, I need to make sure I'm clear again. I'm not saying that they had a healthy relationship. I am no not saying that at all. Of no, course no, you're not. not,
0: no one no, could. No, Of course course you're not. It (laughs) was awful.
2: No, but that's the thing though. There are many people who would say that their relationship was a good one. And that's the part of the nuance of the things that we never grew up with and that we don't understand. There are people that will be okay with what happened in that movie and think that it ended fine.
1: Well, well, listen, I'm not saying, I'm not talking about the goodness or badness of a relationship. I'm saying it ended up in the same place that it started. In terms so, of
0: telling a story,
1: in terms of telling a in story, in terms of telling a story, that's it's I'm like what about? happened. Yeah, it's what like, happened?
0: It's like yeah. it's like it's like it's like the stories, just, like, Even when I was just writing up the yeah. recap, I couldn't finish the. I didn't have a last paragraph, and that's yeah. why I was like, "Well, he was alive," because it was just kind of like he just continued to exist in the reality that we had seen him in the whole time. There was no evolution, and
2: and and for us to think about so much. But just like you guys were imagining, why couldn't you have imagined that he had a job? And maybe it's just because they have to give you enough so that you But imagine. that's what I'm There's saying. Why couldn't you have imagined that he had a job? Like just when you were imagining that they were just. I mean, oh no, no, no,
1: no! I could I, could, I could, I could imagine that as well. But what I'm saying is, it's their job to give us to
2: give us a little closure. That, so that,
1: that, that that's can... that's their job. That's what a, that's what makes a good movie when you you feel, like. I don't want to. Sometimes an ambiguous ending is good based on what, what the story was. But in this story, what happened? Like, 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 he, like moved,
2: he moved out of his mom's
1: house into his girlfriend's house. I mean, he moved, he went from. You
0: know what? Honestly, if they had just showed the two them, Like, no, we
2: can stop talking about if it. They had just show, if
0: they had just showed the two of them moving let, into a new apartment. Vote. You know what I mean? If they had just showed the two of them moving into a Which new Which is not reality.
2: They're 22. That, that they, have, they have gone a long way. They're 22, one child, they're pregnant. That's just not, they're in the hood. He's just getting a job. Like, it's just not reality. Well, they're let me say one that. more thing on, on this piece
0: about baby boy. You know, When I was watching it and feeling so frustrated, I had to say to myself, this storyline of a man that is stunted is plays out all the time in white movies. And so in the recap of Baby Boy, I intentionally used failure to launch as a phrase to describe him because there's a movie called Failure to Launch and it's about a man who stunted. And I started thinking of other ones, you know, there, listen, there are so many movies, every Adam Sandler movie, you know, there's so (laughs) many movies where the main storyline, oh, come on, the Will Ferrell movies. There are so many movies Wedding where crushers. the story, like, oh, that was the one and we love it. But why do we love it? Cause at the end, somebody has a revelation or a consequence. And so I just feel like even when I let go of the fact that this was a black man that didn't make any visible progress because, it, you know, cause again, it was like that stunted man thing is a storyline white movies do all the time, all the time to big box office dollars. But those movies, at least something happens at the end where the character has a revelation or they are or the shit hits the fan. Something. And we didn't get that. So I I'm not even I, I mean I,
1: I, 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 I literally don't know how I would describe this movie to somebody.
0: It was hard so, to read. So, so like if, so
1: if I was like if I was talking about wedding crashers, I could say. Well, it's a movie about these two guys who crash weddings. And they go there, pretend like they're part of the family so that they can sleep with women. Along the way, they ended up falling in love, realizing that what they're doing is fruitless. And they ended up with their, you know, I could tell what happened.
0: Right. Something like, I, happened. I, I was an evolution. I, I don't
1: know what I would say.
0: It's... I, but, bro, can I, I will say on the, so... Again, I, I actually think that the character that had the best arc in the movie was Jody's mom. And I'll she tell you why.
1: She had a good arc. Over the course and of she, the movie. she did a good job acting too.
0: She really y'all, did. Did
1: y'all recognize her from House Party? Which is oh, I recognize her.
0: Do. And also she's, I think, a fitness guru. Like I feel like she's, I know her in many ways. I think she's a dancer and she does fitness stuff. But her character, we learned her backstory. We learned her backstory that we were able to do the math to see that she was 16 when she had him. We learned her backstory that she never moved out of her mother's house. We learned her backstory that her mother had taught her, her mother and father gardened. And that now that she was grown, part of the way that she was honoring them was the garden in the way that she, that they gardened. And we saw her saying, she actually said out loud, like, listen, I'm putting this little table and this little chair in this garden for myself because I've been working hard for other people. And now I'm at a stage in my life where I want something for me and I want time for me. We watched her having, from what we can tell, a, a relatively healthy relationship and frankly, the tensions that existed in her relationship were because of Jody. It wasn't because of anything that actually happened organically between her and her man.
1: So and then to we the got extent, to see her let him go because of it. There you go. And she which is another major thing.
0: She 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 was able to say to her son, listen, I am owning my part in who you are right now, but I'm also giving you a challenge to evolve. And out of all the characters, I think she's the only one that had a beginning, a middle, and then like a, an actual kind of full story.
1: Yeah, she 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 did have a great art because um, not only uh, did she go through these things, but I think she acted it really well. Yeah, like when 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 um, the jail dude and Jody were fighting, mm-hmm. you could see in her face like this is an impossible situation right here. Mm-hmm. Like I know my son is tripping and he's tripping the, the jail guy is tripping too a little bit, but he pushed him and pushed him and pushed him. What is he going to do? What? You know what I mean, like eventually, and you could just see her going through that emotion that like, even when he, even when the son was saying those spoiled things that are supposed to Uh, you know, like like he said something about he was putting the responsibility on her,
3: Mm -hmm. and it was a
1: moment that she normally moms normally would have accepted that in some way, Mm -hmm. but she pushed it back like, no, this responsibility is yours, Mm. and that was a I feel like a great moment. So yeah, you're you're yeah, and the way she she had a great art, she was dropping nuggets,
0: she was dropping nuggets to the baby mamas. You know, about what it meant to be realistic about expectations in a relationship. I she was dropping knowledge on the event, and she she's she basically said, Listen, you need to learn. She's talking to her her son's on again, off again girlfriend. And she's saying to her, Listen, you have to learn how to evaluate your relationship. I'm paraphrasing, you have to learn how to evaluate your relationships. She says, if you are losing, if you're netting a loss. In terms of emotion and in terms of care and respect, get out, get out. You know, she was basically saying, "Look at your relationship with Jody. You are netting a loss here." So she was even giving her wisdom. She, so that character, I gotta say, I hope, I hope she won something um, because I thought that character was not only well written but, to your point, bro, well portrayed. I have a question specifically for you, though, sis, um, because there was <clears throat> something you said to me you've said it a couple times, but it's been in like the last couple years um, that you had heard from an expert about people playing out trauma that they experience. It was something you said one time, like if a person experienced significant trauma at the age of 12, then they continue to have that trauma play out in their lives until they get past it or something. Do you remember saying that to me? Mm -hmm. Can you, can you drop that nugget for us and just like, share that knowledge I just it it hit me especially in
2: relationship to baby boy well I don't well that's really it like what you said is it in a nutshell Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. wherever you are like you're stuck there until you work that out so Mm -hmm. you know but and to say that would go against anything you all were just saying about him because he's still. Well, still he saying. didn't,
0: but but his he, mom did. Still, his mom, did. right? Oh, okay, I
2: was about to say the, the baby is still a baby boy, but but it, right. So you know, but it speaks it, to his explanation. Which I will tell you, you guys, I just I am struggling because I just feel like y'all are not giving that poor baby any credit for just at least not for moving trying. in with his girlfriend. There are so many people that do it, like I. But he's making strides in a way that he thought he could. Like he was doing things that he thought were better so you, for so, him. So you
1: feel like there was a a movie's worth of progression between him at the beginning and him at the end.
2: I wouldn't say a whole movie's worth, but I would say his mindset started to be in a better direction. I wouldn't say that. It well, yeah, perfect. I mean, if
1: this if this so, movie was was reduced down to a like a twelve minute montage. We still we still wouldn't but, have the last but, frame because but, like. But, but look, let me. Get, I, I know we're. About about, to I don't. Up, I was about to say. Things. I
2: don't want to labor anymore on baby boy. This there, just there, sounds there, terrible. There
1: are, two, there are two. more things. I, about I just else. want. I just wanted to say.
0: Brittany, we only have two topics. I hate to break it to you. it's boys <laughs> in the hood and I'm baby I'm boy. We Let's don't have back, any. Let's other go back topic. to boys
2: in the hood so we can talk about the boys' mama. Let's talk about But I just want. I
1: just want to talk. She was Angela
2: Bassett. That was not. I just want to talk about
1: two more things real quick. I wanted to mention two more things from (laughs) um, from Baby Boy that uh, also threw me off was the tone of the movie, meaning that there were moments in that movie that could have been in Friday, right? It could. There were moments in Friday. Well, there were moments in the movie that are straight up comedy. Oh, okay. Like hood movie comedy. And then in the same movie, they got attempted rape in front of a little boy.
3: Oh,
1: like, and and I'm just saying, and I'm just saying that is a big variance of movies that have attempted rape or not comedies generally. And the other thing is, is that even though that's a really
0: good
1: point, and and this was another part I felt like was missing that we're talking. Talking about the whole thing, we're talking about is the relationship between parents and children, and they never got into the relationship between him and his kids. And if anything, all his wow. kids are are just people who cheerlead for him when he get there. I love my daddy. I love my daddy, which is showing like, um, I'm just saying there's no consequences even in the relationship that he has. With his uh, with his kids. So we talked about a lot, but those were just two of my little notes. Yeah, that I just it's to true.
0: It's true because I felt I felt the children were used as devices more than they were characters. So like his son, his role, like his contribution, really to the movie was for us to see Jody's behaviors looking a lot like the behaviors that he saw his mother's boyfriends have. And so it's like his son is seeing
2: the same thing he saw. And See, so that's the, that's the parts of the movie that I really wanted to highlight. Like these different things, how this generational awfulness can continue without people even knowing it. And I think that that was a huge part of the movie that we're not giving it credit for. That we don't, what, what brought Jody's mother to dating a thug? Because she talks about her parents gardening. What took her to a place in her parents' relationship that she messed with someone that was not a, a, a super awesome human? That was who she said well, well, was they, Like well, Jody. Well, well, we agree they show other her, people.
1: They and, show her arc, just nobody but,
2: else. But right, but so, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like there are just places, or even where weep it P is, had a little bit
0: of an arc too,
2: because he went um, and got saved. Right. The. The other part of it is um, thinking about how Melvin's character was basically like y'all, young kids, y'all don't respect anybody, and that is also what uh, Sweet Pea and Jody were saying to the young boys that robbed Jody mm-hmm. was basically y'all don't respect your elders, and so I, I think that while there wasn't you know awesome character development and those different things. I think there are still some pieces that of the movie that are, are not being given enough credit um, for what they were. I, I, I just, I, I feel like that, like that's not there. We're not saying it's super awesome. I already talked about Tyrese's acting, you know, just all, all those different things, but there were still just some parts of the movie that were that were nuanced. And I know for me, because I that scene that you talked about, bro, I had talked about that in the beginning of the podcast because it really destroyed me when I was watching her having to choose. And I often think about four black women when we are dating, and when we're seeking out a partner, they're because of the way systems have been set up. There's often times where how how you're you're trying to make a choice in your neighborhood. If if that's where you're limited to, right? Like, Yvette right now is limited to that neighborhood. What if that whoever he became at the end of the movie was the best that she could have? Like, and and and, and mm. I don't know. The and it, and, it, and it's so so it's these things that are so far out of my mind. The just because in my mind, someone like a Jody would have never even gotten my area code on my phone number so would, even though we would have the same area code he would have not even gotten that but it is so far from my mind it doesn't mean that it's not so far from someone else's so I mean and, and again and I and I agree with you guys in terms of like there's not I wish we could have learned more about Yvette because we would have known why she was like that but we saw her friend. And she was sucking her thumb. She was sucking her thumb. That's that was another
0: thing. That went unexplained. They didn't give us a... any
2: understanding of it. They didn't deal with it. And while we talked about how awful he was to Yvette, Yvette wasn't good to him either. They were bad to each other. You should never hit a person, ever, period. And she used to hit him. I, so, and I'm, so I'm just saying like there, these, these are two toxic people that were together in this relationship that both had growing up to do that, that they didn't, but I know
1: oftentimes, I guess guess we'll see that in the sequel.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, um, I wanted to, I'm so happy we got a neat bow of a sentence at the end of boys in the hood. You know, and the
0: other thing we didn't really speak about in terms of John Singleton's conventions that he used in this movie is that he did use statistics and important quotes at the top and and bottom. Um, I think at the top of both of the movies, at the top of Boys in the Hood, he shared some statistics about um, murder and the the frequency of murder of black men, and at the top of Baby Boy, he cited the ISIS papers or or at least the expert. Who is the author of the isis papers um the isis papers the keys to the colors it's a collection of essays by dr francis crest welsing a physician specializing in general and child psychiatry focusing on the global system of white supremacy and strategies for coping with racism in modern society it's one of those books that is like an essential part of a library if you are doing work to be anti-racist and so and it's one i had heard of it many times i finally ordered it actually as a result of it being cited in baby boy
1: um another
0: thing that they did before baby you get, a,
1: before you get mm-hmm. off that have, mm-hmm. have either of you ever heard a black man refer to his woman as mama you mama have? oh yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, okay
1: okay
2: what's oh, up ma- what's up mom like that's all the time. What's up, mom? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm surprised.
0: Yeah. I mean, and frankly, electrical. yeah. Some of my, <laughs> <laughs> some of my, I mean, literally that's the soundtrack of my walk down some New York streets It's people calling me mama. So a little mama. Yes, yeah, totally. It's, it's,
2: it's all the time. And I think that also part of even in how in Boys in the Hood, how he's being raised by his father, he's still making poor decisions. He peer pressured his girlfriend into having sex with him after he went in there and was fighting the air and then she had sex with him. (laughs) And so he was, that was, that was, you know, I think that that's something that we didn't talk about, we didn't get into. And even her having to, where you been? Why haven't you called me? And him playing stalemate because she wouldn't have sex with him. These are, this is still a boy who's being raised by his father. So I think that we need to make sure that we make that clear. It doesn't, you make choices. You're given these things, but you make choices to be the person that you decide to be. And and, and you, so I think that that has to be, because even when his father took the gun from him, what did he do? Climb out the window, get in the car with Doughboy and the two friends. But eventually... His mind said, "Let me get about this car. I'm about to die. Like he got out the car. I'm about to be an accessory to something I don't need to be. This is not me. But he has to have those moments Pist, of clarity. You, would you would
0: you agree though that? And again, I, I I as you know, I take issue with a statement that says a person turns out perfect or bet you know absolutely better because of a set of parents. You know, but but I think like Trey." If you were just to talk about him in general, mm-hmm. from Boys in the Hood, you would say that was a good kid cuz you would say he was trying. If you were talking about Jody overall, you would say that's a schmuck. Yes, and so, I agree with you. And and the other and so by the end we see that Trey has experienced consequences and we've seen him evolve. And with Jody, he didn't have either of those so that's the thing since i i i was never saying that trey was a a a teen who didn't make teen type decisions if anything they 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 made it. we fell in love with those characters because we got to see the fullness of their teenness you know they're they're walking around in their little block color shirts and their little <laughs> jury jury curls and um and box haircuts, thinking they cute. You're not cute. You just got your driver. Like get over yourself. But it, they were very much high school boys. But we got to like get to know them in a way that we could. We were on a journey with them. And then with Jody, we got on the journey, and we didn't go nowhere. That was the thing. So I, I, I don't, I and, don't, I, and, and I'm not, and, and I not and i do not want to compare them. Mm-hmm. But just in the way that you framed it, sis, in terms of us not saying something about Trey. I don't think that we've mischaracterized Trey, mischaracterized Trey in the earlier parts of this podcast by saying that he was basically a good kid, you know, trying, he was trying to make good choices. And we didn't see Jody trying to make good choices.
1: Yeah. And and, and, um, that's another interesting thing that, you know, you gotta like the protagonist on some level. And man, that Jody is just a bad guy, boy.
2: I didn't but dislike was, but him. But what is so I didn't funny? Him. Is just... that so many men would watch Jody and not realize that they're Jody. There's
0: oh, you so I know. many of them. Oh, I know you There's right.
2: so many of oh, men yeah. who would corporate men who would watch Absolutely. Jody and go, I'm nothing like him. I don't live in my mama's house, but you're just as trash. Yep. And so that 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 is the, the, the other part of it as well. I wish I had and a we'll, tambourine. We'll know mm-hmm. what happened whenever what's his name Trey and his girlfriend went off to Morehouse and Spelman. I, who knows? And that was during Freaknik. So who knows what they went and did while they were down in Atlanta? So well, I mean, I mean we're,
1: we're not we're not gonna know anything after the end of any movie. the The question is is, have we moved somewhere during the movie? That's the question. I mean, we're you know we always. I we- think-
2: in my mind, we moved for Jody as far as we could. <laughs> he, was yeah. his, he was out of he was out his mama's well, house. Then that, that, and that she, story, and she did, then he, that, he, that story then
1: that story didn't deserve a movie.
2: That story didn't deserve a movie. He was out of his mama's house. She, she didn't like have an I
0: abortion. Say, and you know what? Got a ring. And he wasn't dead. So he that's was And, that,
1: and <laughs> he I'm was saying, I, and, and that story that story does not deserve a movie.
2: That deserves
1: a discussion. Well, now that is
2: that is also up for discussion because there's so many movies out here. And it won awards. It won awards. (laughs) Baby Boy
0: won awards. So the other thing I wanted to say about John Singleton, so we talked about the fact he used statistics and quotes and stuff Mm -hmm. to make sure his messages were super clear just in case you didn't get it in the movie. I'm going to tell you before the movie even starts what it is I'm trying to do. There was another convention that he used in Baby Boy that he did not use in Boys in the Hood, and thank goodness, and that was like... (laughs) <laughs> he had that strange, like, the couple dream, of moments where Jody, womb. adult Jody, was in a womb, and like, and there were also these nightmare sequences that Jody I was, had. I wasn't
1: even going to go there, like, because I was. was tr-
0: it was. It was just like. It was just like. Okay, you know what I'm going to make a comparison to. You know when we have been talking about musicals. And I was talking about like my issue with West Side Story was that the songs didn't move the most story along, but then we saw My Fair Lady and those songs were so integral to us understanding the story. Well, what were those dreams that Jody was having? They didn't add value. They didn't help us understand his psyche. And also those moments of him being in the womb, it was like an attempt at something symbolic in a movie that wasn't using symbols, the movie was being explicit about things, and then you had like these couple of moments where they tried to be symbolic, and I was like, "You're failing." They're just and that was it. Was it felt that's so another, disconnected
1: that was another, from the movie? Yeah, just the it, just that it was both of the things. It's the tone, and it's it's like, all right, so it's going to be a person in the womb. But a grown man, <laughs> you yeah, know, like it sounds like us coming up with a corny thing for the whatever. Says, what we're did tur- you
0: What did you think of that part? Those parts where it was like he was in a womb.
2: Uh, I thought it was weird. <laughs> I was like, huh. Was it like a
0: West Side Story song to you where it was like, what what is is this adding
2: value? You you felt like that about West Side Story songs. (laughs) That was not unanimous. That's true. His his dreams, his dreams, I felt like were important for him because he was seeing his life end up dead.
3: Mm. He was Mm. seeing,
2: seeing his life end and he was seeing everybody around him at his funeral crying dying was something that was really important to him he didn't want to die I don't know why but he didn't really like well I think death just seemed awful to him and so final and even him talking about those things with Yvette like I wanted to make sure you had a child for me so in case I died you know some piece of me would still live on There's parts of Jody I felt like that were, it's almost like something was trying to push through, like in those parts in the womb, we're showing him, I I think, right? We're trying to show him being birthed, like growing up, like you're these hard parts of labor, laboring with someone to grow up, like to go do something. Um, And so I think that those dreams were, I, you know how you can look up uh, anytime I have a dream that sticks with me I always like to google what does that mean what does yeah. that mean and I think that for Jody, like he was having these dreams knowing his level of awful mm. I think that Jody knew that he was not super awesome and that the women in his life were very clear about telling him that mm-hmm. um but mm. what but also that comes to a question of what happens when you have negative reinforcement Mm. consistently like you're it's a self-fulfilling prophecy almost because you start to think about that yourself so i'm just going to continue to be awful mm-hmm. there's no one to tell me that i'm i'm better than what i am until melvin came along and was like listen but is a gun Butt is a gun and also to And to that point of having that male presence, that masculine and feminine energy that people need in their life to balance, I think it was important for him. And even just that part where there were maybe, maybe he said one word or two words, maybe, that part where he had just gotten done shooting um, Yvette's ex-boyfriend and well, I was about to say Snoop Dogg, I don't Rodney. Thank you. Um, After he got done shooting him, that whole exchange between him and melvin it was almost like melvin looking at him saying and do not go backwards from where this is Mm. this Mm -hmm. is it for you Mm -hmm. we're 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 done with this we're wiping prints off this gun we're done and to his mom that was like melvin told me that y'all talked the other day and he was like yeah we did they didn't have any words. It was it a was thug this, talk. It was it was, it was thug a thug talk. It was. And
0: and you know, that Melvin character, I would say he's another one that got more of a development than Jody. I thought they did a really good, he,
1: he, good job. He with got that. he got some development, but he didn't have an arc.
0: Yeah, but he had more development, I think, than Jody. He had
1: more, he had more, yes,
0: yeah. He had much more nuance. But it but it, I, went, um,
1: it I, was a more interesting character.
0: We're two and a half hours yeah. in, by the way. Well, I uh, I will just say there's two things we didn't talk about yet on our list of
2: stuff we're supposed to cover, and that's casting and music. So I don't know if, if y'all wanted to say
0: something. Well, you real talked quick. about
2: casting. I feel like you talked about casting when you named everybody. We know everybody.
0: Okay, you got the list. And I, then <laughs> and then and
2: bro, I wondered what you thought about Ice
0: Cube. I mean, my friend was telling me like when Boys in the Hood came out. um, you know, Ice Cube being cast that way, it was like, it was, that was newly happening where artists were getting a chance to just be movie stars because they were musical artists. And he was also telling me like, um, when Boys in the Hood came out, because it was the first movie of its sort in terms of the story it was telling, that it brought all kinds of people to the theaters that weren't normally going to the theaters. And so, and part of that was Ice Cube. And so there were all of these issues with with riots in terms of like gang violence at movie theaters because rival gangs would just happen to go see the same movie. (laughs) And, And then there'd be like fighting and shooting. So... I did want to ask you to be able to reflect on Ice Cube in particular.
2: And, and I'm pretty brain. sure John Singleton was like, oh, I didn't mean for that to happen. <laughs> oh, my bad. I didn't my think bad. about that. I, mean, I didn't think it, about that. <laughs> Do you remember
0: just, that, bro? Do you remember fighting stuff, breaking out at the movie theater?
1: Um, watching the movie back then, like, like I was talking about, it, it definitely gives you that feeling of what Britney was talking about in a sense of like, yes, this is what's happening. But at the same time, when we see certain things, it, it, like when you're um, when Ice Cube, you know, welcomed the challenge of the the guys pulling up, or even when he was there at the uh, on Crenshaw and he pulled up his gun, it's like yeah, you could say that that's stupid, but at yeah. the same time, you know, it's that's the moment that you would want to identify yourself with if we're, if you're just. Thinking about being the cool one in the movie, yeah. And so, um, Doughboy, it was—I mean, Doughboy affected how I dressed for a while. You know what I, mean? like I, just, I bought clothes, honestly. I'm just be honest. Like, I bought, I bought clothes, bec- but like that—the release of *Menace to Society* and *Boys in the Hood*. If you weren't of age to really experience that. That was just one of those moments. Yeah. Because to see, because even in Minnesota um, um, uh, uh, Society, uh, MCA was in there. You know, they did. And Too Short was in there. You know what I mean? So like, you had these people started coming out on these movies just so perfectly capturing what was going on. So to answer your question, it was just a double... Because I was a huge Ice Cube fan. Yeah. So, I mean, I was like, I was a like his albums were just, you know, NWA. Of course. I mean, I, I was a huge Ice Cube fan, and so to get to see him in the on the big screen, and he did and a good job. Until this day, he's one of my favorite people.
3: He did but
0: a good job. Just from everything, everything I
1: know, because he was one of the most gangster gangsters who's ever gangstered right but <laughs> then he's on uh Honey area. he's exactly. a person with and guess what the person and guess what he's to. doing it with no shame like huh, check my bank account exactly. if you have any questions like aren't we supposed to be making but f- you know what they
2: grow up like mm-hmm. we forget that these rappers have to, uh, sometimes. to. Sometimes. They, sometimes i hope i hope that they grow up sometimes like unless even right jody. now <laughs> unless the jody sorry i couldn't resist Lord, it don't do jody like that because if jody at 30 is going to have a good job don't do jody like that yeah, it's, right. okay
3: yeah,
2: it's, right. but i think about like snoop dog don't make that face bro i think about <laughs> like snoop, like snoop dog i know
1: what she i know when she was showing them, them condoms i was like well you ain't got to worry about those Somebody else probably dropped them things.
2: Okay, <laughs> not him. <What> if? <laughs> I mean, heard I just unprotected, and all the women were letting him. Really, that's a baby boy is a conversation about women. Anyway, yep. yep. <laughs> oh gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think about Snoop Dogg and how he was talking about the song that's out "Wop" by Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B, and just how it's problematic. And it's funny to hear him say these things and it's like Snoop Snoop said that. Let's rewind Sh- <laughs> your Sh- career. Snoop said that. <laughs> yeah, it's like the man who used to walk women around in leashes. Y'all his remember that al- his first album was the called Women Would Bunny Be On Style. Leashes. <laughs> but but see, but what but this is even going to the the the, the show, the movies, like when you get older, you're like, "Oh, I used to do that."
1: That's, that's now I now I now I with Martha. I got Spirit. it. I got, I got exactly, I got, right. Yeah. right I gotta hear what he. I gotta hear what he said, bro. I got. I gotta listen. Yeah,
2: listen. I'll try. But I have right. to so
1: find look. it, but yeah. But look, listen. I think we've talked these you movies. Know,
2: oh, we've, talked, we've it. talked a lot. Listen. But, but oh, I, I then, already called it. I yeah. called it from the beginning via text. I said, We're going to be on this podcast for 87 days. Yep. And there's still more much. stuff we, we should <laughs> cover, yes.
0: you know? Yeah. it's too much. But yeah, let's vote, y'all. Let's vote. Kick us off, bro. You have two single tons to, to confirm. <laughs> I love
1: that, <laughs> I love that <laughs>
2: R.I.P. Johnson.
1: R.I.P. Yeah. Bro. That, it's the pro- so good. See that see that's it's the, that's, really so that's, good. That's the key, Janine. When you're going corny, you gotta go real corny. You if gotta, you're gonna go, go. <laughs> if you're gonna go, you gotta go. go! But um Amazing. yeah, I mean, uh boldly go. I, I am going to say I will give Boys in the Hood my ton, my single time. And I'm not gonna give Baby Boy my single time. But oh, not- but what I am going to do. I am going to watch several videos on Baby Boy because I am curious to see what people have pulled out of it. And I felt like...
0: And it won because,
3: awards. So
0: and it won awards. And, I, and,
1: I, and honestly, um, maybe because there's sometimes that somebody can tell you something that just makes you get it. And if the biggest thing that I could say I, was, I felt in that movie was that I just didn't get it. So if somebody... So like, but I'm curious enough and I love John Singleton enough that I just want to go research it and maybe at some point later on, I'll, I'll change my mind. But right now that's, that's how I feel.
0: Yeah, I, um, I give boys in the hood, a my singleton and baby boy, it will not get my singleton, but I am going to, I already ordered the ice papers okay and shout out to the black owned uh, bookstore that i use mahoganybooks.com in washington dc um i already ordered it and so that is because of baby boy i mean i've been meaning to read those isis Mm -hmm. papers since 1925 and finally i was motivated to like let me make this purchase and like read this book because of that movie so i also bro have a follow-up and a takeaway that's baby boy inspired nice
2: sis bring us home uh, Boys in the Hood as well as Baby Boy both get my singleton. My single ton. <laughs> you gotta get it go right. The
1: single ton.
2: ton. My single ton. Um, and that is because when I think of classic, I think that they're the audiences, it will still resonate with people, both of these movies. I think both of them will are can still be timely because all of these characters still exist and all of these problems are still happening in our community, unfortunately. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they are happening at in gentrification. Well, it's like, it's picking up stink. So, you know, um, I- girl, uh, girl,
0: this whole country was a
2: gentrification. Le- listen.
0: America- And we get into-
2: it to exist. But we don't want to talk about
0: it. Yeah, that's but a whole anyway, other podcast. That's the okay. other right perspectives. well there you have it folks
2: boys in in the hood
0: hood. is a classic from the right perspective baby boy is not a classic from the right perspective thank you all our next podcast and thank you for hanging in here with us because this was a doozy the next podcast we're super excited is going to be a coming to america a duo because the uh, coming to america sequel it comes out the day before our podcast posts. And so we're literally going to watch it and we're going to review it immediately um, so that we can keep our podcasting deadline and um, also just like take in what I am confident, like my expectations are so high for this coming to America sequel, y'all?
2: No.
0: I can't wait. Mine are Man, so just, low. So high.
1: Mine are so low. Oh, no. I was watching those previews. Uh, but I was like... Look, I'm in the middle. I literally don't know what to think. You don't know I, what to I, think. I, I, I don't know what to think. I, I'm just not going to think about it. I'm going to just watch it and see what happens.
2: Yeah, but I think like, because like, one of the main characters, I just was like, oh, they're using her. She's not real good.
3: i think that's what happened
0: (laughs) well Well, y'all thank you for joining us for this super long edition of (laughs) the right perspective we'll see you soon thank you everybody bye bye you guys